Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 2, and The Walking Dead World Beyond, along with recommendations on Dune, Sinner, Black Widow, and Squid Game. I'm happy to have Debbie back with me on Episode 2. She'll be with me this whole half of the season, and I'm so excited. How are you doing, Debbie? I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me again. Of course. Mm -hmm. I love that you're here to talk about our favorite shows. Mm -hmm. All right. So, you know, Debbie, in this episode, I wondered about Morgan and Grace. Both had different opinions on whether they should go or stay. And it made me wonder what I would do in that situation. But before I tell you what I would do, I want to know what you would do. Would you stay with shelter or would you move for food? Well, you know, when you're hungry, you're pretty motivated. So I'm going to have to say move for food. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. I would say move for food. I mean, yes, you want a roof over your head. You want to be protected from walkers. But then how long can you stay there? Mm -hmm. So I agree. Move for food. Yep. There's a few things we move for and food is one. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) So we want to know out there what you would do. Let us know what you think. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens. You can leave us a comment and follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our website. The links are in our show notes. Okay, Debbie, so season seven, episode two, entitled Six Hours. In this episode, all we hear is a crying baby and how that intensifies everything. We continue to see the dramatic and dire effects of the fallout with Morgan and Grace and Grace's mental state, a zombie baby in a suitcase, and run-ins with some crazy and bad people. What were your overall thoughts on this episode? <laughs> yeah, actually, I I just kind of felt it was chaotic, confusing, weird, and honestly, that baby just drove me crazy. I had to turn the volume down because I, I couldn't stand that poor little baby crying all the time. I know. But I just thought this, it was a little chaotic and weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny with the baby crying. I thought, Judith didn't cry this much. No. (laughs) And they didn't really show babies crying that much. But at the same time, we both had children and sometimes babies cry and cry and cry and cry. But I think the fact that you're in an apocalypse, you're like, Oh, cry. Yeah. You know, it's bad enough when the baby's crying and you're not in an apocalypse. So <laughs> yeah. when you're in an apocalypse, it's that much worse. Yeah. So what stood out to you in this episode? Well, you know, besides the baby crying. <laughs> well, I was confused a little bit about Morgan and Grace's relationship. I, I thought they were lovers. And I felt that there was too much bickering. It it just kind of annoyed me a little bit. Maybe you can help me out on that. But I was also confused about why Grace freaked out on that song. I was like, Biatch, please, come on. And then what happened to Rufus? They showed him once and then I never saw that funny looking dog again. (laughs) What do you think? 
Well, one with the dog, we do see him later on. And I did see him run out of the car. Yes, that's it. That's right. He was in the car, then he ran out of the car, mm-hmm. and then we didn't see the, him. And I wondered about that, too. But then, of course, he appears at the very end. Oh, I missed it. Okay. Yeah. So we, uh, we'll we talk a little more about Rufus as okay. we dig into this episode. I want to say, okay, so about Grace. I also had mixed feelings about her. She is in a deep despair. She, think about this. She lost her baby. They are starving. She lives in dire conditions. She understands what they're up against dealing with the fallout of the nuclear blast. They're also dealing with walkers and the crying baby that she can't console. And she tells Mo, which they call the baby, which I think is really cute. Yeah. You didn't ask to be here and neither did I. Ah, yes. After the car crash, she removes her mask and Morgan says you'll die. And she has tears streaming down her face and says she's okay with it. And he questions her, you're okay with it? I kept thinking Morgan loves you, supports you. Come on, don't give up. But I really thought about this. And Grace is dealing with a heavy grief and probably postpartum depression. So for now, she said she's not giving up. She wants to help Morgan and Mo get further along. And maybe that will give her time and allow her to move into a better mental state. Totally makes sense. I didn't even think about that. That's right. There, You know, it's because that gap between the seasons, I, t- I forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you. I I totally get it. And it, that's makes sense. Yeah. Even after I thought about it, too, because I was like, come on, snap yeah, out of it. Right. You right. can don't give up hope. I'm like, holy crap, no. Her body has been through so much. Her mind mm-hmm. has been through so much. So, and and things you can't control. She probably can't control it. I mean, postpartum depression really happens. It happens yes. to a lot of women. Yep. So yep. you can't control. Yeah. And you're right. Everything things. else. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that would be in a normal situation. But you have all these other things that intensify. Yeah. I do want to bring up, I was reading um after i thought about this i thought oh i'm going to see i'm not really sure the the time span between when she gave birth and where we are now also but i decided to to google it and they did bring it up uh there was an article with the actress and she said she loves that they're bringing all this to light oh. you know allowing to, uh, for us to see what women go through wow. after childbirth and after grieving if, you know, your child passes away. Very good. Yeah. Wow. So fear the walking dead. Mm. Way to go. Tell I women like stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that couple. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Fred and B. I think they were insane. And then they acted sane. And then they were insane again. And I'm just like, whoa, this couple is really twisted. And then... How, uh, it, help me out again, Diana. How did B know that the baby was not Morgan and Grace's? Do you, I mean, was that kind of weird too? Yeah, that was weird. Okay. I wondered the same thing. I'm like, how do you, because it looks like they're baby. Yep. Yeah. I'm, th- I thought, okay, baby Morgan looks like their baby. It doesn't look like anybody else. The parents. I thought that was interesting that they oh, picked yeah. a baby that looks like Morgan That's and true. Grace's baby. That is true. So it's, mm. which is even odder why. She would not think it's theirs. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't... Unless she, they overheard them oh. say something. Oh, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, just insane people. Totally insane. Yeah, they were crazy. <laughs> but as we talked about our question of the day about leaving or staying, I was totally with Morgan on trying to find a new place. Although their place is great for safety reasons, what can you really do without food? They have lived there for months and can't find anything. So you have to go out of the area and the whole world isn't impacted. So if you can get far enough out, I would think you could find food and such. I mean, how far is Strand? Can't that be far out? His group was scouting at their location. So I'm thinking it's not that far from each other. And if if they can get to the sub, then then Morgan and Grace can get to where they're mm-hmm. at or further. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Also, I loved seeing Morgan chasing the car and saying, I lost one child. I'm not oh, losing yeah. another. Yeah. And then willing to give up Mo to have a better life. Also, having the guts to kill that Walker baby in the suitcase with the mother right there and telling her she was already dead. Boy, that's a tough call. Yeah. That's the first baby we've seen actually get killed, right? I mean, on either show? Being a zombie. uh, Being a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think. But yeah, that that was pretty intense. I know it was because then they're like, canvas. oh, my God, he's going to kill seen our that, baby now. Yeah. And canvas move in that little. And you knew there's a baby in there. I a zombie know. baby. Oh, Although gosh. I kind of wanted to see a zombie baby. <laughs> <laughs> they did think about showing that and they thought, no, this is not the is right that thing right? to do. They said, oh. it's better for you to visualize oh, and have what your it own is. Yes, which I totally agree. <laughs> So, Debbie, what other thoughts or tidbits did you have on this episode? Well, you know, besides a crime, baby. Well, let me see. Um, Well, I did notice that they all actually mentioned Padre again. So, now, I think that was last episode they said Padre. And again, Padre was mentioned. So, and that was right before they were attacked by, or they attacked B and Fred. So I, I can't wait to see, and I hope they tell us what the what that implies. Well, they will. They're just keeping it from yeah. us right now. Oh yeah, and then uh, poor B, her face, and then she had no nose, and it was so gross. It was just so gross. And then who was that guy that drove up? And. He didn't look like he had a full armor suit, but he must have because he totally survived being yeah. direct shots that knocked him over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was crazy. So what about you? Well, as you say that, that was one of my thoughts, too. And at the end, we see that it's Emil's twin brother, which I found really interesting because he had the armor on. So that was him. That was, yeah, that was him. Oh. Yes, because he said Morgan got the better of me this time. Oh. And he had that the dog. He meant? And he had the dog. He had Rufus with him. Oh, I didn't him. even see that. Yes, so he oh. had the dog with him. So you know that Rufus went with oh. went with him because Rufus went out of their car, Morgan and Grace's car. Then we didn't see him for a while. And then at the end, he was with this guy. And he was probably with this guy. Because Before. he's the twi- yeah he's the twin brother of Emil and he, 
that was Emil's dog. Thank you for explaining because I was at a total loss. Yeah. Thank so you, thank you. that was okay. that threw me for a loop because you know, it, this box says Morgan Jones, and he opens it up. He takes out his yeah. head. It's his brother, his twin brother. And what, from what I've read, it's that they loved this actor the first uh, in season oh. six so much that they're like, oh, man, we had to kill him off because that's what the storyline says. But we really want him. So they decided to bring him back because uh-huh. he was so good. He was really good in a scary way. That's pretty so. cool. That's cool. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And it was so funny to me. I laughed both times with Rufus when Morgan and Grace are in the car and they're arguing back and forth. And Rufus is sitting in the back seat with his big old long ears. He's like a person. I laughed out loud both times because Rufus was just like (laughs) looking right to left. Yeah, right to left. Like, oh, come on. Get on with it. Let's go. Let's do our thing. Whatever. Cracked me up. That dog was so funny. funny. Yeah, like he's waiting for them to drive off. And also, this is not actually in the episode, but why is Maggie Grace not listed in the credits anymore? Oh, I didn't know. And other people are listed. Oh. So... I want to know where Maggie Grace and why she's not listed. Why, 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 why? Very interesting. She better not be gone. I I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Oh, good catch. I don't like it. She needs to be there. (laughs) Uh, I love, love, love the landscape and cinematography. Oh, yeah. Yes. It is so good. And Fear the Walking Dead, special effects and... Everybody that's involved with making it happen, they're so good. They're so committed to making this look so real oh, for us. Oh, I agree. This yeah. is a television show. Yeah. yeah. And they're able to make all of this look so yeah. real. All yeah. the work that must go into all of this. And Grace is dealing with the same conditions that Will dealt with with the lack of food and I, th- I thought it was interesting how we saw it in episode one, and now we're seeing it again here, how they're so beaten down by not having food and living in this condition. And I thought, what could be worse than a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> a zombie apocalypse fallout. That's what could be worse, right? <laughs> yes. So... Right Uh, when you think you've got the worst thing that could happen, here it goes. Because seriously, this looks horrendous. Oh, it does. Yeah. Like. The worst nightmare ever. Yeah. Because the fact that you can't get food, you can't breathe in air. Yeah. Just all of that. Oh, my goodness. It's just. Fear the Walking Dead. You went there. (laughs) You did it. And also that car that Morgan built. How did he have time? I know. If he can only be out there for six hours. And he says, oh, the car, the air in the car is as clean as it is in the sub. Really? Yeah. How is that? Yeah. How did you make this thing airtight (laughs) that we, and I know he said it so that they could take off their masks as they're driving, but really, and you only had less than six hours out there. And how did Grace not know you were going away for a long time and you're building this car? <laughs> it takes longer than that to build this car. So I just thought that was very interesting. Yeah, good point. Good also, point. the tin cans. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. That was so funny. I don't know 
Who thought to put that in there? That was hilarious. Morgan's all, Grace, Grace. (laughs) And the next thing you know, Grace shoots the uh, Fred uh, before he smothers poor Mo. And you can hear him that clear. Like, like it's for real. I know. know. (laughs) So I just thought it was interesting that they had them there. Like, why would you have those just out? Well, they mentioned it earlier. Oh, they did. I I remember the second time I watched it, Uh they mentioned it. Somebody mentioned something about the reason, and I went, oh, okay. But I missed it the first time. But, yeah, yeah, they do mention the purpose of the cans with the string. Yeah. And then we get to see Mo crawling. (gasps) I know. That was so cute. It was so cute. And they find food that they always had and didn't know they had. And, okay, I've said it previously, and I'll say it again. I never feel like people should give up. There's always hope right in (laughs) front of you. You just don't know it yet. You just don't know it yet. And see, here's food that you have had that you found. And I think Morgan says, this will take us for a couple months. Wow. That's a lot of food. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, if they had shot themselves at the end of... Season six, yeah. they wouldn't be here. So um, just don't give up, people. Nobody give up. Just keep <laughs> going. Okay, we are at and the award goes to. So Debbie, tell me, I want to know, did you have a favorite quote, a favorite character, or did a moment stand out to you? Well, I have more than one. <laughs> okay. You know me. I always have to bend the rules a little bit. <laughs> so the first one I liked was uh, when... Grace and Morgan were battling with Fred and B. And Fred says, this ain't a potluck in a church basement. And then I really liked it when Morgan, when they were in the car and listening to the music and uh, after they fought with Fred and B and Morgan had some uh, pretty nice words to say that he said, maybe we're trying too hard, reaching for too much. We're trying so hard to fix ourselves. We can't even realize that it might be all right just to be a little bit broken. That really touched me. I thought, wow, that was that was pretty insightful mm-hmm. for for everything they're going through for him to to have said something like that. Yeah. And then um, back at the sub with uh, Victor's men there, and and they they were about to leave. And when Mo was crawling, I thought it was so cute. <laughs> Morgan says, "We're going to have to baby-proof the whole submarine." I just thought that was adorable uh-huh. <laughs> and kind of a. Just like you were saying about don't give up, there's hope. Well, here we are, a, a little child yeah. who is growing and crawling, and, and it was yeah. a cute, positive moment. And then the last one, finally, uh, the last scene with Emil's twin, he takes his mask off. So, again, it's, I, I, well, actually, you explained it about the six hours. So I, I get it now, but initially I wasn't thinking about the six hours. Yeah. So. Right. Also, I feel like his environment looked different. It wasn't all Actually, smo- it smoky yeah. and foggy like yeah. it was. So I think he had... Further out, maybe. He went somewhere, because why would he build a fire right there? Oh, that's true. That's right. So I feel like he was somewhere else. And what was interesting, I remember that how he was around that campfire, that's how his brother, I believe, was introduced. It was the same yes. thing. He was similar. Yes. Yeah. At that campfire, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, I, I when I saw that, I'm like, hey, this looks familiar. <laughs> so. So, Diana, what about you? What's your favorite quote, character, or moment? Uh, I also love that quote that Morgan said, 
might be all right to be a little bit broken. But my favorite part is when uh, Strand's guys are there and they're like, Morgan, Morgan Jones. Seems like Morgan's name is very popular in this episode. (laughs) He isn't invited to the tower where Strand lives, but Grace is. And Grace passes on the invite. And although Morgan asks if they will take the baby to keep her safe, Grace steps up and says it's not a good idea and tells Strand's people they are staying. So I kind of feel at that point that Grace is finding a a little bit of a will to live. Hmm. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I, I I think she'll work her way out of this. But um, but I like that because she kept fighting for, no, I'm not going. No, I'm staying here. No, she's not going. So I really like that. Nice. I feel like her little feistiness is coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, Debbie, this was a good episode. And I can't wait to find out about Alicia. Yes. I can't wait to find out about June and John Dory oh, yeah. Sr. Mm-hmm. And everybody else. Where is everybody else? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So I can't wait to learn all of this about them. But for now, let's move on to The Walking Dead World Beyond Season 2, Episode 4. I was happy to see that Hope reunited with Iris. And I was also glad that they revealed to both Hope and Huck the truth about the CRM. I completely agreed with Iris on her thoughts on staying at the perimeter and not returning with Hope. And Elton finds CRM medical supplies and we learn they are for Indira, basically to keep her loyal to the CRM. And speaking of loyalty, we also see the loyalty Elizabeth has to the CRM, she doesn't seem bothered that her own daughter, Huck slash Jennifer, cuts her face and has her arm broken right in front of her to go undercover in Omaha. And I also like that Silas proves his worth to his coworkers. What were your overall thoughts on this episode? Well, I was a little confused in the beginning with who this girl was, and it looked like Huck. But her arm, yeah, and then her arm broke, and I'm like, what is going on here? Uh huh. And then that couple, welcome to Omaha. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> but anyway, of course, we we eventually find out. And yeah, Silas, that guy's going to be one badass. I know it. And they're building up to some cool stuff. I can't wait for him to snap. But he's uh, he is a very nice young actor and is playing that part so well. It's so convincing. Yeah. And... I just love the intensity of his character. Uh-huh. And he's such a big guy. He's a he big, is. big young man. Yes. And then I really love how the sisters are developing together again. And then once again, Hope's cheeks in this season two, her cheeks were still real puffy. So um <laughs> I can't wait to find out. I've got to Google it or something to see if other people have noticed it. But um and they almost seem like they were a little more puffy than the last episode. But anyway, I'll get off that banter. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I did think she looked a little bit different. I didn't know what it was, though. I just noticed, oh, she looks a little bit different. I'm not sure what it is. But I think both sisters are growing up. They are young people. So I think, you know, they are aging even a year. Even uh, Elton, he was saying how he's grown uh, a lot. Yes. And how I think they had to make him suits that were... A little bigger. Yeah, bigger because he is growing and his... 
body is changing and his face is changing. And, and so I, I, the same thing is probably happening with the girls. Yes. Well, the, the older sister, I, I can't recall her name. Uh, Iris. So I think Iris, to me, I thought she was stunning. Some of the pictures and the view, I thought, wow, she's really beautiful. I really uh, noticed that she's quite pretty. Uh-huh. And I love her character also. She gets a kiss. They kiss. Yes. It was yes. interesting to have a kiss in this yes. episode. Yes. I did think it was a little slow, though, but but still interesting. I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I like all the, the buildup that's going to happen. Yeah. So. Isn't it interesting how the girls, how much Iris has changed from the very beginning? <gasps> oh, yeah. She couldn't yeah. even kill a walker. Yeah. She was always about following the rules. And Hope was the rebel. Yes. And now they're kind of switching roles. Well, I don't know. Hope's scoping out what's going on in people's activities. She is, but she's still uh, doing kind of what's expected of her, even though she's not really, but she's not outwardly feisty like she was originally. And then we see... Iris just killing walkers, killing a soldier and saying, I'm not going back. You know, even though her father, um, even though Hope tells her, you know, I'm afraid dad may be in danger because he's going to keep looking for you and demand to find you. And if you're not coming back with me, he might get in trouble. So uh, and that didn't spark Iris to leave, even though I don't want her to leave, because everything she said, I believe is true. Why would you want to go back there and then? be under this regime and yeah. not be able to possibly get out. And yeah. they need to gather their thoughts and get together. And so I have a thought too. Uh, what do you think of this? Why does the CRM allow this little offshoot compound survive when they killed 700 the people company, in the yeah. two other locations? I don't understand that. Well, I didn't either, but I think because... They have Indira kind of at their disposal. Yeah, but she can do whatever because they're the perimeter. They take in, they kind of can go through people and figure out who are the good people, the bad people, what to do with them. Maybe they will serve a purpose. Maybe they won't. I started thinking maybe they're the ones that gather up these people that are being researched on Uh, in their facility. I don't know that that's going to happen. And are they self-sufficient? I think they might be. I think so. Takes care of those. Took care of the other communities. I think that they are self sufficient. I think that they were there. I believe this is. I read this that they were there previous to even the apocalypse. So I think that they're a small community. I think the CRM is just using them Uh, to their advantage. And I think because they're like, oh, we're giving you something to help you keep alive. You're going to be loyal to us and do what we need you Uh, to do. Got it. And I think that's why they allowed them to live. I mean, sure, they could turn around and change their mind. But right now, I think they're helping them. So then I started thinking, are they going to give up Felix and Will and Iris and Percy and um, Elton? And then I, we didn't talk about this, but I also wondered about Elton and Hope. Because, you know, she told him, I killed your mom. Didn't realize it was your mom, but I did. And he's still dealing with that, too. That's why he took off. And that's how he accidentally found those medical supplies. Mm -hmm. So he's having, he doesn't want to face her yet. Yeah, he's got a few issues. Yeah. 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 
And they didn't divulge that to any no. of them. No. They kept that under wraps mm-hmm. too. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. It's getting pretty good. I yeah. want to know where it's going to lead. I know. Very interesting. Okay, Debbie, thank you so much for your thoughts on that. Tell me, what else are you currently watching? Well, I, I'm i watching a, a show that is definitely on the news or uh, in everybody's view right now. It's Squid Games. Wow. I, I, I don't want to give away too much. No spoilers here, but it's excellent and very crazy. Um, and actually the overall it's my thought is desperate people do desperate things. Well, in this show, uh, there, there are game players and they compete for games for cash, but the stakes are deadly. And these are, uh, it's a new actor base for us in the U S I am not familiar with any of the names, but the two main people are Lee Jung Jae and Park Hae Soo. Um, but they're great actors, and it's very, very interesting. So a lot of gore, a lot of blood, but um, it's it's uh, pretty cool to watch. So highly recommend it, and it is on Netflix. So the other show I'm watching on Disney Plus is Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson. It's a 2021 show. It's a great story, and I like the backstory on how she came to be and as an Avenger. And I love the comedy dynamic of the sisters. Uh, And there's a fun quip where the younger sister teases her about her stance and she calls her such a poser. It's it's really hilarious. And she's always constantly teasing her because when she jumps down and she's got this pose and (laughs) the the sister's always rolling her eyes. She's such a poser, she'll say to the camera. (laughs) So anyway, and like the rest of the Marvel movies, at the end of all of the credits, they have a little scene. So love it. Uh, I actually really loved the show. It was very entertaining. Highly recommend it. Great. I have not seen it yet. I did not realize I could see it. You said it was on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Man, how did I miss that? Ooh, need to watch that. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it was just re- recently released. Ah, uh, maybe that's why, but I'll be watching that. I'll be giving you my feedback next episode, Debbie. All right. Uh, For me, I am watching Sinner Season 4. So if you've not seen this, this is a thriller and a police anthology series. So each season is a new crime. Bill Pullman, who I love, plays Harry Ambrose, a police detective in each season. He's so good. And he investigates these crimes, but he gets sucked into the middle of them because he seeks the headspace and motivation of these perpetrators, and he becomes personally invested and in danger and physically and mentally as he battles his own demons. And in this season, he has quit or retired. I'm not really sure, but he's on vacation with his love interest. And he sees a young woman that he talked to earlier in the day, and she appears to step off a ledge, and then she's missing, and his investigation begins as he comes out of retirement. Oh, that sounds so good. It's so good. I really like the show. I saw it is a weekly episode on television, and I think the past episodes are on Netflix. So if you want to see seasons one through three, I think you can find them on Netflix. But I have to wait for each week, and I'm like, Oh my God, I only get one episode and I'm dying. I know, we're so spoiled. With I everything. know. So, but it's really good. So go back and watch the other um, seasons. They're okay. good. 
I also watched Dune, which is on HBO Max. It's a sci-fi reboot of the 1984 movie and the 1965 novel told in two parts. And it's about a chosen son, Paul, played by Timothy Chalamet, who I love, (laughs) who must face adversity and fears to reach his destiny. And his father is played by the incredible Oscar Isaac. And his name is Duke Leto, and he receives an assignment to relocate to Arrakis, a dangerous desert planet that harvests spice that prolongs life, enhances abilities, and is used for fuel. Anyways, they are betrayed by one of their own, and Paul must figure out his dreams that he's having and his true calling while he navigates this planet with these humongous sandworms. I mean, humongous. And they are attracted by patterned sounds, which reminded me of tremors. (laughs) But these are huge, huge. And uh, Zendaya is in it. Jason Momoa is in it. Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin. So they are all in it. It's just a star-studded cast. And I just heard today that part two will be made and it will be released in 2023. This part one is a part one. It doesn't fully end. Oh, so just know that. I mean, it it kind of rounds out, but you still have some questions uh-huh. and you know they're not there yet. So just a forewarning okay. on that. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you for your insight on Fear the Walking Dead, World Beyond, and your movie and show uh, recommendations, and I will be checking them out. I totally will. And I can't wait for you to join me on our next uh, episode. So looking forward to it. You got it. Well, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration, please subscribe to our website and follow Screens and Focus and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. You can rate and review the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. This will help other listeners find us. We'll be uploading new episodes in a couple of weeks. Next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episodes 3 and 4. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye.